Hey everyone, this week I have a guest on the show, the first guest of Science Fiction Shorts. He's my buddy Omid. He geeks out uh, about science fiction, kind of like me, so he recommended a book that I should read recently, and it turned out to be one of my favorite books. Well, I would say my favorite book I've read this year, and it is called The Caves of Steel. It's a book by Isaac, Isaac Asimov. It's about robots, big surprise. And uh, here's the thing, we hold nothing back. So if you haven't read the book uh, and you don't like spoilers, you might want to read the book before you listen to this. You definitely want to read the book before you listen to this. But if you don't mind spoilers, listen on and then read the book afterwards. So here you go. Hope you enjoy. You had tried to read Foundation, found it very boring, and then kind of given, or not given up, but you were like, ah, Asimov, eh. Kind yeah, like I, I would say I would say you correctly said it. I gave up on Asimov or really I didn't. It's not like I put him out of my mind forever, but I was like, huh, this really isn't as good as like I expected it to be. And so yeah. I never even really considered reading another book until very recently. You, you, you did read the, uh, the short story. See, book. That's the thing. Yes. So yeah. I found a uh, book of short stories in a library sale one morning <laughs> where where they were they were pricing the books by the thickness of the book which so, i love yeah. that is amazing <laughs> it was great i put it up to the yardstick and i only paid like a dollar and change for this awesome book um called by jupiter and yeah and i was just really oh man i dug that book so much not only because i thought the short stories were great not all of them were were you know um 10 out Amazing. of 10s. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, enough of them to where even the ones that weren't 10 out of 10s, they at least made me kind of think, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They had an interesting mm-hmm. idea. Um, but then there were some that had an interesting idea and were also just uh, ex- like extremely well written. Um, and and on yeah. top of that, it, between each chapter, or actually it's at the end of each chapter, um, he would just kind of make fun of himself and talk about what he was doing at that time of his life. And I'm just yeah. kind of really interested in like a writer's life. You know what I mean? I, it, I'm intrigued. Did, did your copy of, and your, you had an interest because you had it as a, as, as the dual, which I learned, I don't know if it's in your introduction. My, my copy was published. Uh, copyright 1953 cover art, copyright 1991. So this one, I think it's great that we both read physical books of this. Oh, it's the best. It was the best. <laughs> okay, what, my what, copyright what, says, well, look, the book was written in 53, Caves of Steel, yes, right? Okay, yes. so then this version, uh, which, by the way, is called the Book Club version, mm. because it has the first two, um, Caves of Steel and The Naked Sun. I don't know. I, I'm trying to find, like... I, well, here's the thing. So you probably didn't have this interesting introduction because he no. wrote an introduction to this copy. And the reason was, so this is a trilogy, right? These are the robot trilogy. Okay. And he wrote the first two books like very like two or three years apart from each other. And then the third book took him nearly 30 years. Whoa, really? And, yeah. And he explains that in the introduction and it's fantastic. Oh. Um, and, 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 hey, and, maybe, and maybe you can take pictures of each page and I'll, I can read it that way. <laughs> I can also give it. <laughs> I would gladly do that. But what was interesting is because it took so long for that third book to like for him to get to that third book. He tried it, but he wasn't happy with it. But oh. then he eventually did. Uh, 
the first two were always sold together. As co- he, he mentions that. Oh, and interesting. When I read that, I was like, oh, that's probably what so you So that's had. why my book came like this. Probably. Huh. Because the, yeah, because for the longest time, and even though all his fans were clamoring for that third book, yeah. he just, for whatever reason, I, it's, it's escaping me out. But I just love that he has such a way with words that I appreciate even more because I read most of these when I was in like high school yeah college around that time and and so it's nice to revisit it like even though i didn't finish rereading this i kind of are it's kind of obvious he was he was 50 pages from the end you guys i was (laughs) so and you gave me an extra half hour um i think more 40 minutes and so i was watching the football game i was fine Who was playing? Uh, but yeah, uh, Niners versus Rams. And by the way, the first drive was terrible. They scored a very easy touchdown on us. And I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't watch this. It's going to put me in a bad mood for the podcast. <laughs> but the next drive, we did really well and scored it. So it was tie game uh, when I when I left. So do you and can you record it so that you can like finish you know it what? Later? Nah, we dropped uh, cable <laughs> not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you can still there's there's options uh, I now a where or something. Sure, yeah. But n- no, I, uh, so Hulu. I so when the basketball final seasons come around, I subscribe. It's it's like forty five dollars a month. Okay, so that's why yeah. I don't do it for you. No, no, no. And but the can, thing is, the thing is, I don't yeah. mind. I don't. I don't mind because uh, watching like a full game is kind of a time suck. You know what I mean? It is. Like I don't mind. It, it is. is. I'll yeah. catch maybe the end of it and then I'll be fine. It, it's, it's the fine. highlights or something. Got yeah. It. Hey, I wanted to say. Mm. Uh, by the way, um, if you guys haven't guessed, and I'm sure the title is going to be informative. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> we are discussing uh, the Isaac Asimov book, The Caves of Steel. Uh, what a great title. No. <laughs> terrible <What>? title. <laughs> I terrible disagree title. with you. I disagree with Are you. Are you kidding me? And even it's funny, I've never I never really pay attention to chapter titles, and I'm planning to kind of do a I don't know if I'll do a published book review like you did on Goodreads, <laughs> but I'm loving the titles of the chapters. Conversation with the Commissioner. Oh round really? trip on an experience. Yeah. Okay, first Incident of all, I got Shuka. <laughs> wait, wait, which one did you say? Say that one again. Uh round trip uh on an expressway incident at a shoe counter okay yeah that one's that one's okay uh, no 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 but actually like, it, mm. like it's a r- kind of general rule that i actually dislike titled chapters because okay you oh, know really i am like so uber sensitive to spoilers okay they will just uh, wreck a book if, I, if, if, if it gets spoiled somehow even even things like that i i'd rather just not know I just want to have no information whatsoever going Especially into a book. Especially if chapter. you read the if you read the table of contents before you even start reading. Oh, right? I don't You're do like, that. Are you kidding me? No way. I skip over that. I never do that either. I never do that either. Yeah. But I, I started writing them down because I wanted to see. I got to chapter. I finished chapter fourteen. So I have. Uh, there's 18 chapters, yeah. and so I have four more left. I will finish it after this podcast <laughs> because it's but just that. Third good. time or second time you've read it. This is probably like my third. Oh, I think. Yeah, okay, so yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're I, good. I'm good. I'm, and like, and I remember. And, and I mean, should I? Ju- do we want to put spoilers for anyone listening, or uh, should we? You know, how do you want to handle I was, that? I was kind of thinking about that. Like me personally, I'm thinking, okay, would I listen to this episode if I had mm. read the book? I absolutely wouldn't. Okay, unless it was a book that yes. I just did not care about whatsoever. Obviously, if it's sci-fi, then I'm going to care about it. But. Mm-hmm. I think not everyone is like me. You know what I mean? Yes. I think most people don't care 
Well, I know most people don't care as much as I do about spoilers, but I think actually a lot of people just don't care about spoilers at all. Yeah, I, I, a good friend put it this way, that like it's the journey, right? You might know, I'm trying to think of something to spoil where like, <laughs> Mr. Like Scooby Doo, like Mr. Jenkins. I don't think anyone ever got spoiled in Scooby Doo okay, because there's okay, always okay. the old man. But like, it's the journey, not the you know the end that some people enjoy more than <laughs> yeah, others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's just say at least you know for mm-hmm. this book, uh, you said the per- I think you should, you should, you should, you should, you should. I think you have a way better way with words. I tend to ramble, so I'm gonna go to you to like rein me in. If I ever go <laughs> off the rails, just I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna go. The, to- the banter is the best part of podcasts. Okay, uh, but what I'm just gonna say is that mm-hmm. um, spoilers abound. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're not going to hold I, anything back. And, and I'll try to talk about, because I've read his entire book catalog. And so I might be getting ahead of myself, but there's parts of it that I'm like, oh my God, reading this now, I'm like, I see how it touches uh, onto yeah, his yeah, other yeah. books. And I'm just like, it kind of blows my mind a little yeah, bit. You better not spoil anything for I me. Won't, I won't. I won't. I'll just say that it's so cool to see the the roots of that yeah so to yeah speak. yeah oh, totally yeah mm-hmm. uh by the way i don't know if you just heard this car pass now i just remembered no. why i w- we were talking about before when we're gonna do this oh. why i typically do this at night because it is a freaking parking lot next to me okay <laughs> so I didn't we'll hear- just see what happens we'll see what happens Hmm. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Maybe the microphone won't pick it up if either. There's, if there's something really bad, I might be able to take it out in post, but who cares? Okay. Um, hey, and one other thing. We really haven't even started talking about this book yet, okay? But, no! We're just, but I we wanted to say... Our, I mean, people know who you are. Do they need to know who oh, I yeah. am? Hey, Omid. This is Omid. <laughs> My buddy Omid. Uh, actually, Omid um, recommended this book. Do you remember what the situation was? I don't... I don't... Yeah. It's the, it was it was at night and you came over like because you know we were both late at the office uh-huh. and you were telling me about this book and oh the the, uh, eyes of the short stories book yeah and you're yeah. like oh I want to read iRobot and I'm like there that's not tech yeah and then and I was like no 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 you should read Caves of Steel yeah because as read, you were yeah. gonna say iRobot is apparently technically it's not a book right it's like. It, and, and technically, this is this is part of the introduction too. Not even his title. He apparently like he. The case of steel. No, I, I robot. robot. The, the the title I robot was written by another man, and I'm going to see if I can quickly get it here. It started with an E, um, in a magazine because a lot of these short stories were first published in magazine, sci-fi magazines during the golden age, apparently. Yeah. And some other guy had written another short story called I Robot, and then when when Asimov wrote his short story. The publisher was an editor said, "Oh, let's call it iRobot." And Asma told him, "But someone already wrote this." He's like, "Who? I don't know if there's an explicit tag on this guy, but he said, "Who effing cares?" And stole it. Really? It's not even Asma's, which makes sense when you look at all his titles. Like they're not usually like iRobot or Actually, something like. And that. that's funny that you mentioned that because in a, a, I think a couple times in the book of short stories. Between stories, he said, "Like I named this one thing, but an editor said he yes. didn't like it and named it yes. something else." And often exactly. he would actually re- he would say later, "Like actually, I'm glad that they did that because I like their name better." <laughs> here's the um, name. here's the original author of I Robot the short story, which now I kind of want Iando Binder, E A N D O Binder. Name. But wait, yeah. so so this is okay that I Robot yes. book has nothing mm-hmm. to do with the movie, the Will Smith movie I Robot. There, again, there's 
elements of it. There, there's actually like a character. There's a like robot. Even, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, there's no the, the only robot that kind of no. I you don't want spoilers, so I won't well, say anything. Now hold but, on a second. Are we talking okay. about this other guy's book, iRobot? No, we're we're talking about Asimov's book. I don't know this other guy's book. I've okay. never read his short story. Okay, okay, I, don't I even understand. It even exists in a form. Uh, that's what I was asking. I was asking. Oh, I was okay, so okay. Anyway. Yes. So look, look, here, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. There, you're telling me there is a set of short stories. The title mm-hmm. of that set of short mm-hmm. stories is iRobot. Correct. Correct. Okay. And there are elements from those short stories. Uh, In the they, movie. they grab elements from that to make the, the Will Smith movie iRobot. And a character. Okay. Because I think, mm. I know that this book is not, you know, what, iRobot is based no, on but there is no. totally inspiration from this book absolutely the I'm three laws well i mean well the three laws play throughout okay all but i'm books. just saying they're they're all explicitly written in this book the caves of steel they are yes absolutely yes yes uh and and there it's like a detective story you know what mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. obviously the robot okay we're gonna get into this man yes um the robot is looks well, just like even, you and I. You know what I mean? Looks so in the book. In the in the book. In the Caves of Steel. Yes, in the Caves of Steel. Yeah. Correct. And not not in the Will Smith movie, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> now, interesting. Now, you could. Uh, I think I showed you a screenshot of this. Oh, so, that's a beautiful. Isn't it great? I'm so showing cool. Omid my book. It's a hardcover edition. It's called the. Um, it's called the um, book club edition, and it's got two books in it, and it's got this awesome picture of this. The most Art ghetto looking, yeah, like robot you've ever seen. <laughs> it kind of looks like uh, what's what was that robot from uh, Danger that lost in space a little? Yeah, or, yeah, kind of like that. that. Yeah, there's and a the little thing of that is, going. the thing is, in this book, The Caves of Steel, there are really like the the robots yes. on Earth are mm-hmm. not advanced looking. They're very mm-hmm. rough. They're humanoid, mm-hmm. but they're very rough. But and they're I always think smiling. I think they look even better than this. Like I didn't imagine the robots looking no. as terrible as the the robot on the cover that's, of my book. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah. bad. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really know why they chose that, but it's interesting. What was the copyright? What was the copyright for that book? You said you couldn't find. No, I couldn't the original. find it, but I'm pretty sure when I looked it up in Goodreads, I think it was published in the 80s. That makes sense. I think. It does have a very 80s vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, it totally does. Looking at, yeah. I can't believe I found this book. This is like the coolest book, man. That is an <laughs> awesome cover. That is an awesome cover. All right. Um, we should give we should give it like a, 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 a brief description of the premise of the book, maybe. Because, I want I mean, you to do touch, that. Go for it. Me? Yes. Oh, my God. Go for oh it. Oh, my God. Okay. Brief premise. So, so um, I mean, wait, wait. Me? I mean, look, yeah. everyone... I, well, no. Okay, we've just decided okay. maybe not everyone has read this book. Correct. You're right. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, I'm going to try to not be super spoilery here if you want to read it and you've never read it yourself. There you go. But the premise takes far in the future on Earth in a future New York City. I think that's fair to say. Yep. And uh, City with a capital C, if that makes sense. Which which will the, oh yes yes I just absolutely because best. very we'll oh, yeah. talk a little bit about world building uh, mm-hmm. in a second go, oh go on. absolutely <laughs> and so the premise is that there is Earth but there's also these space worlds uh, I think like roughly thirty planets fifty uh, fifty thank you fifty <laughs> good good memory um, I, I humanity has ventured to the stars yes, in this universe thank you. and and there's a this, this dichotomy between like Earthmen 
and the spacers as they're called spacers, and yep. the spacers have and i love i love the names i know you might disagree with me but there's a no. place called space town and i'm like yes there's also yeast town uh, yeah i know, I know, I know. no it's <laughs> definitely there's definitely some corniness to it you know what i mean but it's good it's fine i like it I, that's in my notes too the the linguo that like of course this was originally written in the 1950s and like even some of the tropes and or like assumptions about like well we'll get to that but yeah, anyways yeah, yeah. It's brief premise. Brief premise. It, yeah, brief premise is a murder <laughs> takes place in space town, and they want uh, this Earthman uh, detective or plainclothes man, which I've never heard that term I before. I don't love that that term. <laughs> plainclothes man. That, yeah, what does that mean? I think. I, okay, here's my theory. Again, we're getting away from this brief premise, yeah, but I, <laughs> I think a plainclothes man is an undercover detective. Oh, right. He's a cop, oh, but he's wearing plain so, clothes. That makes so yeah. much sense now. We should. I, I bet. I wonder if they still use that term today. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Who knows? <laughs> but anyways, this plain clothes man is going to is assigned to figure out the murder, and it's really important because, as we learn throughout, it it, it has bigger ramifications yeah. to the relationship of Earth and. They, they don't refer to the, the spacers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. relationship is tenuous. At, yeah, at at the at the moment. So mm-hmm. this would be really. I wonder bad. if we should. I wonder if I should have just read the back of the book. Dude, I read a book recently mm-hmm. that had mm-hmm. the craziest synopsis on the back of the book. Mm-hmm. It spoiled everything. It was unbelievable. Oh, it was crazy. Um, no, don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not I, saying I that one is the same, it. but you just gave a pretty good premise. <laughs> I think we covered it. I think the only thing we didn't talk about is his partner that he's assigned, which yeah. seems like this, the, why this wasn't exactly made into a movie, I do not know, because I feel like there's so many things. Like, there's some humor in here that I'm like, I was genuinely laughing out loud at some points <laughs> in this book, and I'm like, this has it all. Like, why no, would this just adapt That would make a good movie. movie, especially because yeah. it's not like um, as epic as like foundation which takes place over no. like thousands of years this yes. is just a few days like like mm-hmm. right a a three days or so yeah uh, yes yeah so yeah, i agree it could totally be a, a one and done movie and a really mm-hmm. good one at that mm-hmm. um i don't know if you need will smith but it no and, and here's the thing you don't even need like fancy special effects because no. the robot looks human <laughs> okay spoilers so okay um you're right. That was a huge spoiler. But no, nah, not we don't really. Care. We don't care. No, no. I mean, I, I mean, it, uh, I love this too. I love like world. If you want to get into a little bit of that, that, like all the robots in this universe have a prefix R. Like you know, like oh, it's I love it. R yeah. Sammy mm-hmm. is another robot in the book, and then R Daniel Olivia. How do you, how do you pronounce his name? I can't I say Daniel. I still Daniel. Yeah. How do you? But say how it? do you pronounce his last? Yeah, Daniel. But how do you pronounce his last name? I didn't. Olivav. Olivav? Olivav. 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 Yeah, Olivav. Yeah. Dude, as a positronic brain. I love that word. I love his sci fi terms. Serbo analysis. Did you know he uh, coined positronic brain? Yes. And, and I, robotics. And robotics, which he says the in the word robotics? So, robo- as far as he knows, the first use of the word robotics was in his book, in wow. one of his short stories. Oh, that's, that's impressive. But I was going to say. He I was I was watching uh, TV last night and Star mm-hmm. Trek came on and uh, oh. they said something about Data's positronic brain oh, <laughs> and like so and, 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 and then so I looked beautiful. it up and it, and it just said coined by uh, Isaac Asimov. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, where, oh, I have so many places, so many notes, and they're all haphazard. 
Um, and okay. I haven't finished it, but it's obvious who the who done it. But I don't think we want to reveal that in the podcast. No, right? we don't. But I agree that that okay. is pretty much the one, um, you know, point against the story. I thought I mm-hmm. thought it was pretty obvious who 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 done it. Really? Yeah. I mean, but From that's okay. What, you know, can I just ask you this? I'm just curious, like, at what point? Did you, we don't need to say who, but I, I mean, and I'm still, I, I, I haven't confirmed yet. It's funny how bad my memory is, but uh, I'm pretty sure like the, the, the little pieces that spread throughout the, the book, you're like, okay, you kind of know I who mean, it's going to. There's not that many suspects that like I know, could even be I know, I know. in the bucket, you know, like, I mean, um, I, I, and, and also the author wants you to think that this person yes. did it. At various uh, point, and then wants you to think yes, that he yes. didn't do it. Yes, you know yes, what I mean. So yes, it's like yes. I don't know exactly when, but it just was not a surprise whatsoever. I guess I should okay. say when I found out. Um. By the way, I uh, okay. No, 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 anyway, back to world building. Um, yes, fifty world other worlds inhabited. Yes, that is something I actually didn't expect because even though I knew that this that I Robot the movie was not based on this book. I couldn't mm-hmm. help but keep thinking it was because it pulls uh, so much inspiration from it, I thought. I'm and sure. so there's no world building really in um, iRobot that I can remember anyway. No. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And, and so so that was kind of like a treat finding out that, ooh, I get to learn mm-hmm. about like, you know, all these other, you know, worlds that we've been to, this relationship with um, spacers and uh, and just like the time you said it takes place in the very distant future. I think mm-hmm. it's over a thousand years. A millennium. Yeah. It's yeah. A, even, even, yeah, a millennium into the future. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just kind of interesting. It, it, like when I, when I hear that, when I start reading a book, when it says that, I think, Ooh, exciting. Like what cool <laughs> like technologies is the author going to come up with that I get to find out, you know? And, you know, obviously ro- robots is a big one. And, um, mm-hmm. the, the pressures, uh, the, how do you want to put it? Like the, the, the positronic potentials that he mentions later. I love no, that, that word too. That is not what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> what I what I meant was like uh, the societal pressures. Yes. Like the, how the society had pressures. Evolved. Like uh, like yes. basically the the uh, humanity has moved into mm-hmm. cities. They don't live between cities anymore. Um, and there's yeah. just like what fifty cities like on Earth. And they're not that, even cities in the way we would consider them today. They're, they're just like, they've just I, they've just grown so big that they're all connected and basically no one really goes outdoors anymore. Is that right? Is that that is absolutely correct? And, and the city it's, it's it's all like you could like this is why I like the name Caves of Steel, but like the Caves of Steel <laughs> refer to the city, which is like this. I picture it like a kind of steel dome, and everyone just everything is there, and everyone eats yeast. Yeah, Apparently, yeah. yeast is everything. And, and and yeah, and what I was trying to tr- to describe is that basically this is a. Uh, house of cards you know what i mean if one yes. thing goes wrong this this whole society is going to crumble exactly. they're, they're pushing um everything to the limits at this point mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that actually comes up as one of the main um kind of like motives in the book actually um but we won't dive too deep into yeah, that, but. yeah that. but it is i will say it's funny because in this far future a millennium from now it's unbelievable that humanity has reached eight billion people on earth i know we're like, what, that's like no big deal seven, i know we're like so 7. what, we're, 7 what, what right do you now? think it was at the time of writing four billion four billion yeah 1953 i would say four or five sounds that's about funny right that he would only double it well i mean it's it, it's interesting because like 
having read his other things, you know, this is the fun for it with sci-fi, right? You mentioned Star Trek too, and like how, for instance, Star Trek was the first to like kind of visualize the, the modern cell phone, you know, the tricorder, oh, really? iPads, <laughs> kind of, and and in, in his book too, no, no, like, no. iPads uh, were in two thousand one, A Space Odyssey. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, something that oh, looked like an iPad. The movie or the book? The movie or the book? The movie. Pro- the movie. Pro- uh, the movie. Which the was sixty-eight, I, I think. Can I say this too? What? Small aside on that movie. I am not a fan of. I get it. I get its historical importance and it's beautiful. La 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 la. It's Kubrick. But yeah. like, I fell asleep twice. Trying I, to watch I that won't movie. hold it against anyone for not liking it. it, it it's um. Uh, first of all, I love it. <laughs> One of my favorite movies ever made. And by the way, mm-hmm. underrated sequel. If you've ever um, what? There's a sequel to it. 2010. Um, I knew there was a. I didn't know they made a movie of it. I knew, and there was like a trilogy too. Like it kept going, right? Four like books, the books. Four, four books uh, in the yeah. series. And uh, but yeah, they only made two movies. And the second movie is uh. actually really good, but totally un- like no one knows about it. So if you're in, for but like obviously, a sci-fi but not movie, Kubrick. Obviously, no, it's not, not Kubrick. Kubrick. It's not Kubrick. Um, anyway, interesting. Coming back to Cage of Steel. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I love. I so that's why I love the thing because he like one of the things I love about Asimov is that i think you said this in your review too is that like no none of his prose is empty there's always oh. you might not realize it at that point but it'll come back later and and i love that that he doesn't waste any word it feels like to me but no he really some- he really does it it feels like you're reading the most meaningless thing like why is he talking what? about this <laughs> And he starts off a lot of his chapters that way. He'll he'll just talk about something completely not important, but actually yeah. it is. Like there's yeah. like every single thing he says. Mm-hmm. You're right. It comes back, and um, and that really kind of rewards the reader. I think it makes for a I really think, good oh, yeah. story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was where I stopped right before we started recording was. I think earlier, I think you had mentioned this, that he's like, why did he, you, you, like the Bible, I think he oh, like, yeah. went on for a while for about something. Which I, I mean, half a chapter. He was talking I like, know. <laughs> about, <laughs> I did not expect to read about Bible stories in mm-hmm. this sci-fi mm-hmm. book, you know, <laughs> which I guess we should say too, that like, so it's a millennium into the future. And part of this too, it, it's interesting to see the society that earth has developed compared to the society that the spacers have developed. Um, oh, interesting. You know, in what way? Well, I mean, and it all comes like, well, I'm trying to be spoiler free here, but like, as we said, these cities are like going to the brim. If anything goes down, yeah. like it could spell disaster for millions, potentially billions yeah. of people, right? Like they're really overpopulation is a huge problem for them. And they're just trying to use every resource and efficiency. Like you have classifications. There's no capitalism from what I, I think they call it civism. Or something like that. Oh, yeah. I forget what. Yeah, but like everyone, you know, like I mean, and this is, I'm going all over the place, but like, <laughs> but obviously, spacers don't live like that. They, they don't have the same pressures. Spacers do not live. Yeah, yeah, yeah spacers. Do not, and like, and they're in like the overcrowdedness that the spacers have is a far cry from what the spacers live. And you kind of even see it when he he never goes to the, well. He goes to Space Town, and it, and 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 the description of Space Town as an example of spacer culture compared to Earth culture, I thought it was great too. Hey, Just hey, like one little um, mm. point on like cultures that I thought was hilarious. I'm trying to think like <laughs> like what the pie. <laughs> Wait, what? That I, you, you first. You first. Okay, I was just gonna mention how um, how socially like 
bad it is to look at someone in the bathroom or like <laughs> i think did it, did it extend to the the cafeteria too i don't remember it was like yeah. you do well, not I mean, look or talk, talk to anyone like, yes well we don't you don't stare because at one point his partner says you know and i i, I kind of had a data's voice when i was imagining his dialogue <laughs> for some reason yeah. from star trek for those who are thinking you, yeah you right. have to read it with a sort I of know, like mono, monotone because he, exactly. he has no emotions the robot in this exactly in this um and and, and it, it becomes a plot point right that like is it normal for people to stare while you yeah. eat and 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 uh Elijah, he names are very big in this story too but like his full name is Elijah Bailey, but then sometimes he's referred to as Lige. Lige. I love that. And then it's, yeah, and, and and Bailey responds, uh, "No, not at all." He's like, "Well, then why?" Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then I'm correct. It, it, you, you, you're not supposed to stare at people in cafeterias, right? Uh, well, definitely. Were they in the cafeteria? They, they were eating dinner. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and not in their home cafeteria or their home kitchen. Sorry, their yeah. home kitchen, right? Like because in this Earth future, like. Again, there's no you don't make a salary. You you are classified now, and so he's a. I love this too. Like when he introduces other minor characters and thing, it's like uh, I think he met some other, like a part or a, a colleague of his, yeah. and he's introduced full name, also played in Closeman C five ranking. Yeah. <laughs> and part of the motivation for him to do this originally is that like his, the commissioner says that like I might be able to make you a C six yeah, or possibly great. a C seven, you know, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and the benefits you get from that, like. You don't like uh, later in the story when he brings a partner home, he's like, you know, not that the robot would care, but he's just like, oh, we have a wash bin at home. Yeah, you know? because he's a C5. Most people aren't C5s. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Touching on to that, yeah. uh, I want to say this because I want to say, like, we were to, to kind of finish the loop on like sci fi books and see, like predicting the future. It's funny how, like, you know, these books can imagine the future and yet how some of the things are still so rooted in the time it was made so like for instance like i don't know how well asmob does with children but i love that like the, so bailey has a son and like in the few instances he interacts with him he's like dickens yeah. why won't you tell me dad and he's, like, <laughs> he's like he's like yeah, he tells him to, like, go play with his kids outside or something. He's like, gee, shucks, dad. Like, Gosh, oh, golly yeah. gee. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh, leave it to Beaver or something, you know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And even, even, like, the portrayal of, like, you know, women in, in, the, in the story. I mean, mm-hmm. which I guess is not surprising. You know, 1950, I don't know how progress. I mean... It's weird. Like I don't. It I wasn't love progressive at all. No, like like in this no. book, it was not a. It was not a progressive look. I didn't think. Not at all. You know? And like, yeah. and, and she plays. She plays an important role in uh-huh. the story. Um, but like there are just moments, like for instance, where like he goes on a description where something really important is happening, and his wife is there, but she has to take a moment to do her makeup. Yeah, that's true. And because of the detail about the Cosmo kit. The Cosmo I like okay. Did you think did you think Fifth Element? Fifth Element. Uh, the movie, of course. I don't remember because of her look. You no, you remember no. uh Lilu, she gets the, like she gets this visor oh, yeah. she puts on and that's it just right. like <laughs> sprays makeup on her in like a split second, you know? I don't exactly. know. That's just I, what I was thinking. I did it, I did I was uh, uh, 
See, see, this is where I have a hard time with description. So I was I should reread that because I was trying to picture how this future Cosmo kit was being applied. Was you it know, a visor or was it? I like don't know. No, that's just what I thought yeah. of. And I actually had a um, I had a hard time uh, kind of understanding some of these um, mm. things. Like, for example. There are apparently still freeways. They're driving cars, right? Yeah, but it's like very empty. It's and only they're, and they're like enclosed. So. I guess everything mm-hmm. is a tunnel. Yes. And then, like, I guess there's like speed sidewalks, mm-hmm. right? Like local. Uh, what did he call express? Or yeah, local. Yeah, and, and I, I I get it. Like it's it's you're walking, but it makes you go faster. Obviously, exactly. you can cross the city in a couple mm-hmm. minutes, a half mm-hmm. hour or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, I had a hard time imagining that scene where they're like jumping between them. Yes. I don't know why. I just I just um I get the basic idea, but some of the future tech that you describe, I didn't quite um. Believe I would not not necessarily believe, just didn't quite understand how to imagine it. I guess yeah. that's how I should put it, and that's fine. You know, whatever. Uh, maybe well, maybe a second read through would be good, just to be able to like kind of mm-hmm. pick up on some of the details that maybe I missed. Yeah. Well, well, it's funny. Speaking of the future tech, one of the things, and 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 he later admits this in in other books as well. But like you know, back then too, computers. You know, no one at the fifties, I think, imagined that computers would be miniaturized to the extent they have today. So I love that at one point in the in the story, like the his partner is looking up files, and he's amazed at how massive the computers are in on Earth compared to spacers, yeah. and because the population is so. I'm like, ah, but that wouldn't really. That's, Today, yeah. yeah, that doesn't hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 uh, um, computational power of mm-hmm. your computer is directly <laughs> correlated with population. Probably not. That doesn't seem yeah. like. And how powerful it is is size as well. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. uh, you got yeah. this positronic brain. <laughs> which, did you, there was points too where like, in general, I don't feel like Asimov does too much hand wavy because I think he, you know, he considers him a scientist and he like, you know, the three laws of robotics, but there was times was like, from, oh, he was a scientist. He was a chemist. Oh, yeah. he wrote, he wrote, um, and I know this from the short stories book I read. He wrote uh, textbooks even. That's right. So he was a smart dude. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, he actually, oh, wow. Well, that. And it, it, it shows. It shows. Like, yeah. not anyone can just write this stuff, I, th- I feel like. The only kind of hand wavy was like, so, oh man, I don't want to be spoiler here, <laughs> but like, the way, okay, no, this isn't spoiler because we just talked about how the robots have a positronic brain. Yeah. And at one point, they're explaining, you know, the, like, the positronic brain, can it, like, is it possible for you, like, all positronic brains have it ingrained in them, the three laws of robotics, oh, yeah, which yeah. I wonder, do you want to do the honors of repeating the three laws? Oh, or? I don't think I can memorize them, but I, well, I don't, uh, let me see if I can. Let me see, let me see if I can remember them. Okay. Okay. Law one is yes. a robot cannot harm another person. Or through inaction, let or them through inaction, harm. let them be harmed. Yeah. Law two is... A robot. <laughs> yes, yes, must. <laughs> a robot. Um, what do robots do? Why, why do we have robots? Because they. I can't remember. No, I can't okay. remember them. I'm okay. sorry. I'll I can't remember. Just say it. Fill me in. It's engraved in my positronic brain or my my bio brain, <laughs> which is that a sec. The second law is a robot must obey all orders from humans oh, yeah. as long as it doesn't conflict with the first law, and then the third law is a robot must preserve themselves as long as it doesn't uh, conflict with the second 
and consequently okay. first laws. Okay. So that's yeah, the yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. The, the principles of the first laws or the first, the three laws of robotics. Okay. So what were you going to say that there was uh, hand waviness in this or? Well, okay. This gets a little spoilerific, but like, okay. So the first law is a robot cannot harm or through an action harm a human being. Right. Yeah. And, and, and Elijah, like, you know, at one point is talking to a, a roboticist about this and saying, is it possible though that a robot could, could, yeah. you know, and, and, and there's a whole scene about it. And I love too, that he has a, it's such a fifties. What was it? A try. Like, oh yeah. Oh, 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 the, which I've never used. Wasn't myself. it like, like a, he, he had a whole a ruler, book, a three. Yeah. He had yeah. a whole book in a very small thing and he could only yes. read the contents with a device. Right. Was that, yes. what, is that what you were talking about? Right, but it was like a three, a ruler. What, like I feel like there was a ruler back in the fifties yeah, that like right. all scientists love. Oh, a slide rule. A, a, yeah, sli- yeah, I've never. Have I used the slide rule? No, I'm know. sure Maybe you I haven't, and neither have I. <laughs> I, I. I used the slide rule app because I thought it was cool once. Uh, I actually don't know know if I was ever able to figure it out, but anyway. So he uses a slide rule and he asks uh, the partner some questions to basically verify. And I do love the way he says it. Like, like you know. The, the doctor is like, you know, basically in layman's turn talking to Bailey about it and saying like a doctor, you know, when he does a test and he hits your knee mm-hmm. to test your reflexes, tells him whether you have a neurogenerative problem or something. And so similarly, through asking these questions, he can he can verify that uh, a robot has yeah. the laws and that it would take so long. And I'm like, it's hmm. like it's like I think what your problem with it might be is that this that that right there that is that is an act of soft science it's like a psychology yes. thing you know what i mean yes but then you can't give like numbers at hard science you can't uh, anyway that's that's kind of how i, I love it. it i still love him like even though he does it but it's funny because i've never like this being my third reread I think, or yeah. second reread of it uh, i just thought it was interesting and then there was one more science thing that i was just like hmm and it's so i don't want to spoil it for you if you continue to read more of his books but the there's this technology called serbo analysis where it's basically like a polygraph like a okay. very fancy polygraph and and somehow through that it can tell if you're lying which okay we have a polygraph today so it's not mm-hmm. that crazy but then it gets a little part where like at one point it's being used to tell the motivations of someone and i'm like hmm okay okay well, okay, okay so, i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> yeah so that's kind of like what um uh daniel his yes. original thing was to do right because he, he could yes. kind of through through someone's brain waves or something right yes like he could just yes. see like nope there is no possible way this guy could have <laughs> murdered someone because his brain waves don't support that idea <laughs> yeah and, and and that he could also like later like you know it's like and, and and bailey's like can you read my mind it's like no 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 i can read your emotions yeah, yeah, yeah. but not your mind it's just like okay see, it's, okay. it's like more you, soft you, science kind of yeah, mixed in with the hard science, science. Yeah, yeah uh hey so back to i want to mm-hmm. talk more about the religion in this book i first yes. of all i my favorite part of um a lot of novels is it, more kind of fantasy novels i think is mm-hmm. is the made-up religions in them um yeah. game of thrones i've also read mm-hmm. um a book and a half of from this series um the wheel of time and i i just love like and that, that that's that's part of world building right making up religions in a society things like that yes and um i did not expect to get any religion in this book but there's actually a lot of it and 
I thought, uh, you know, we mentioned there's a chapter where he, for the first half of it, he's mm-hmm, talking about mm-hmm. um, his wife's name is Jezebel. Yes. What does she go by, though? Uh, Jesse. Jesse, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, that was an awesome story, by the way. Mm-hmm. And that I thought had nothing to do with the rest of the story, but it, it turns out it does. And first of all, did you know that um, Jezebel was not a harlot? Oh, I, 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 my, my, my knowledge of the the Bible uh-huh. and, and or just like even or like uh, religious texts is not that except. I mean, I know like maybe the basic one, sure, about, like sure, Moses sure. and whatever, but like I didn't know anything about Jezebel, so okay. I just kind of took it on. But uh, so, so like in in mm-hmm. at least America, I'm pretty oh, sure okay. like the notion is that Jezebel is this like adulterous Horror. person. Yes. In the Bible, no, and, and 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 that's referenced in the book too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but, yeah, yeah. It, but it turns out she's not. She did some terrible Wait, things. You... She murdered a bunch of. She had a bunch You're of right, prophets but... killed or something. But um, it, as it turns out, she wasn't <sighs> like. Uh, but didn't she? I thought at some point in the book too, it's, it mentions that like in order to protect her husband or something, she did sleep with someone. Okay, to, maybe, but that doesn't. I uh, thought like, okay, like, that I, doesn't, I, I, okay. Pretty, I straight up had the notion that Jezebel was literally like a working harlot. Oh, you wow. know what I mean? A prostitute yeah. in the Bible, and mm-hmm. and I don't know what I don't know why I'm 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 imagining that most regular people uh, at least mm-hmm. maybe in america i don't know have that sa- same idea but um as it turns out that's not the case at all um or at least mostly not the case right <laughs> yeah. depending on how you look at that act but mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i i uh that was kind of an eye-opener to me i, I mean oh, really? re- remember remember like yeah. the whole point was he explained what jezebel was mm-hmm. and it wasn't what she thought she was yeah and so that disappointed her because she liked yes. being kind of like the, the bad Mischievous. girl. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a so, secret. Yeah. So that that was kind uh, of an eye-opener to me. I didn't know that. I, I also liked it, too, even though in the beginning, like, I, I, I like that story. You're, like, wondering why are they going on and on about his, her name and hit and, and, of course, that's also how they their, their relationship starts way back mm-hmm. when they're explaining how they met, that his name is also biblical. I don't remember from what story exactly. Oh, because... His name in the Bible is like an arch enemy to Jezebel. I oh, guess. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that either. And, but yeah, he's he, yeah. he mentioned and, that. And, and, and that comes like you know, there's interesting rhymes to that story later in uh-huh. the Caves of Steel, which I won't reveal. But uh, I also liked it that like in that one story, it reveals something that will come back later. But it also helps kind of just like describe their relationship too. You know, in just that one thing, like you know, of course. This argument they have about that mm-hmm. revelation, you know, is is very important too. But like, you get a lot about their relationship without having to be like, oh, and they've been married for twenty years and they have a kid now, and uh, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. I, it was it was like a very um, nuanced thing for a mm-hmm. sci-fi writer to write about. I thought <laughs> that's I, true. Very, it's like a very you don't um, normally see that emotional, touching thing, you know. And I, yeah, I was like, wow, Asimov. I, I I did not sign up for this, but this is mm-hmm. this is really good stuff. Um, uh, speaking about uh, the Bible stuff, the the mm-hmm. very last chapter, and you know, I, I guess this is a spoiler, but it really isn't spoiling the main <laughs> plot, right? 
Um, the last the last paragraph basically has like the most awesome. Oh my line, god! <laughs> which I, I know jump. you didn't reread through this time through, but I think. Do you remember it? It's biblical. Well, I'm looking at it. The last paragraph, the last page. Um. Well. I don't know. See, now I'm gonna get it out. And now here's an interesting uh, thing too, because like, the... what if it's? <laughs> no, it, it is the second to last paragraph. It's okay, literally so a sentence long. <laughs> Wait, you... mine says this. It says he hesitated. Yes. Then almost, oh, as though he was. Ah! <laughs> See, you forgot about it. You forgot oh, yeah. about it. I forgot about that. When I read that, it, it just tied everything together in a pretty bow. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I don't know. It, it, and even, and even. Hold going on. Back to the, so we're oh, not yes. gonna, we're not gonna say it. I guess. What? The who did it? No, th- that sentence. Yeah, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna. Uh, read it. Basically, I, think I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't reveal much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. It doesn't reveal much, much. But I honestly think it is the best line of the whole book oh wow because because okay basically the the robot at the very end says Mm -hmm. to the protagonist Mm -hmm. go and sin no more okay and that's straight up from the bible jesus said it to uh Mm -hmm. the person accused of adultery that they you know they wanted to stone he who throw yeah yeah he who has not sinned cast the first stone right and Mm -hmm. then he says to the the girl go and sin no more and it's Mm -hmm. just like uh It's like, it shows how Daniel, the, the robot is so smart and actually he knows all the customs of the spacers life and everything, Yeah, but he's a child when it comes to, um, earth, earthers culture and knowledge about what daily life well, is like and and or oh, any man. religion really at all because i don't yes. think they don't really have no. religion and um, not in spacers no yeah, the spacers yeah. like it said like personal philosophy of science yeah. i think something like that oh, but, it's uh, just so great it's it's just it's it so um childish or like um naive you know yes. what i mean like and, and um and kind of like he know he doesn't know any better you know he he doesn't I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying that. It's just people wouldn't say that. You know what no. I mean? <laughs> and and, and no. I love their partnership. Oh, my God. I might have to start getting some, like, lines that I really loved. This is why I think it, it would be an amazing movie or show. Yeah. But uh, I want to go back quickly or just touch upon that story one more time, uh, the Jezebel story. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Because also in that explanation, I don't know if you remember, but, like, it, there's a theme, too, that, like, so Jezebel does all these terrible things to protect the old ways. Okay. You know? Okay. And, and, and there's right. a parallel to the larger story, of course, happening as well between the Earthers and, and the Spacers, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the new... Like, not, I don't think this is spoiler, but, like, the, the, the relationship between the Earthmen and the Spacers is not good, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, it, it, and I, think, I thought this was interesting to me, too, like, today where we are, where, you know, talking about automation, like... People losing their jobs today to automation, and how in this book, you know, people are like literally. So, like, even though it's like in in the you know from the lens of 1950s, like there's a page boy or something in the in the police office, and he loses his job oh, to yeah, a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, in, in my mind, I'm like, wouldn't you just like message them today? Like, do you, we even have page boys? I don't think you have a page. <laughs> but anyways, it's not important. Like, people are literally losing their jobs and. And I don't think this is a major spoiler either. Like 
one of the first incidents, like there's a sh- there's a shoe shop, and the clerk has hired three robots and to to do their job, and and and, and I love too that Asmob will take the time to explain how they would be better uh, sales people too because they can automatically measure your yeah. foot and they know the catalog by you know the robots, yeah, 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 yeah the robots. <laughs> um, hey, you just made me think of something that I'm glad mm. I didn't forget uh, mm. to talk about, and that is. I thought it was interesting that, okay, so th- there's this philosophy that gets brought up mm. um, by the spacers about about basically what um, spacers want humanity to do in the near future, yes. right? And everyone on Earth is pretty much against it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, are you? Ta- I-, I feel like we're we're treading lightly here because we don't want to reveal. Do you mean like, do you mean the one doctor, his personal beliefs, or do you mean like the the government of this, the spacer government? Uh, the one doctor. You're right. It's the, the one, one doctor. Yeah, it's yeah. the one doctor. Yeah. He wants, he has a certain idea for humanity, yes. for, for yes. Earth humanity. All of, right. For all of humanity, really, because even though there's these problems with Earth, the way the spacer society has evolved also has its problems. Okay. Okay. Uh, my point is, though, is that. Daniel was against it at the beginning. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, he's a rope. What do you mean against it? Oh, I said How Daniel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant oh, Elijah. Oh, Bailey. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes Bailey yes. was against it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he starts, for yeah. some reason, he takes devil's advocate and he's trying to convince this, uh, not cult member, but this um, underground um, a mi- medievalist. The, uh, yeah, Big, medievalist. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to convince this medievalist that it is that you know maybe this is the right idea. Exactly. And then, and then later you learn that actually Bailey was drugged. He was straight up drugged. Oh my god! I feel like I just got. When did he get drugged? He was straight up drugged by that. Uh, okay, do you remember when he? passed out he passed out for yeah some he reason. Pa- oh yeah yeah he passed they, out when yeah yeah okay oh. they, he passes out they give him a drug and they straight up tell him we gave you a drug you weren't totally uh, and and the purpose oh, of this drug was to, to make God. to make you agree with what this guy wanted oh, for humanity okay? my, wow and Major so basically spoilers. you find out later that he was drugged and that's why he was he was taking that so, side but 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 in the mm. end, he just kind of keeps agreeing with it. He 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 does truly believe. Well, I think, and I um, just thought I, I thought it was weird mm. that like uh, Bailey, you know, you were drugged, right? You would be pissed. Yeah, like you know, you were drugged. You know, that's why mm. you are on board with this idea. But I feel like he mm. just kind of like, well, I don't care. I mean, and and I'll say this. Uh, I'm kind of the same way when it comes to advertising. Okay, sometimes mm. I know that I am being adver- I'm being convinced oh, through yeah. subliminal advertising or something. You know what I mean? But you still. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? Who cares? <laughs> like, I want a burger right now. Okay, <laughs> I didn't before I saw this movie. I want one. Big deal. <laughs> Which finally, fun side story in the iRobot movie, there was so much. Uh, what do you call it? Product uh, placement product placement really there was out oh yeah the audi cars okay he even he had uh the all-star sh- what are those shoes those like retro shoes that are kind of like all-star, oh, like converse yes thank okay. you okay he we- will smith wears those <laughs> and like so many even like his sound system is bose or something uh, i don't know Forget i it. hate i, I hate, hate that. the state yeah. of advertising uh it's so it is, bad it has gotten crazy yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> but I totally, oh my God. Well, that'll be fun to, to come across to, to really pay more attention to oh, that. Oh, so you because don't think you got, you, you think that's in the I last 50 pages, there. huh? Yeah, that's okay. not in the last, right. that's probably in the last 50. And, and I, I mean, I, I, he passes out like middle of the book, but okay. uh, I didn't, it's not revealed until later. Um, but, uh, but uh, crap, what was I? I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, but no, no. But I think we see his journey through that because, okay, maybe this drug makes him more agreeable or whatever. But as he's going through the city and trying to do his and doing his investigation, like he sees it right when he goes to the kitchen. There's I love that phrase. There's I think I might have even taken a picture of it, too, where he the, the image of everyone coming to the communal kitchens to eat reminded him of the time he went to the zoo with his son and he saw all the birds flock yeah, to yeah, the yeah. Like, like the bird scene, you know. No. The zoos in this time period have like <laughs> birds and like what, like a mouse or something. There, there was yeah. like it, it was a terrible idea. Like there was, mm-hmm. th- there's basically no more um, major, yeah, animals. I in mean, the world. I mean, I mean, and in describe I, you know, the the topic of climate change doesn't really come up in the book, even though overpopulation is clearly there. Mm-hmm. But like he mentions how they were just constantly like deforesting things and, and so it goes so far into one part where and he's dropping like saying their like, nuclear energy down in the bottom of the ocean he mentioned yes yeah. i love that and and that like oh maybe we could self-sustain earth's population by stealing the water like that will put uh like special solar panels right. near mercury and beam it to earth yeah, and yeah, yeah. take the oxygen from i love that he the just water he, from he, saturn i think yeah or something he like goes that. all yeah. over the solar system to yeah. to do it but then he realizes like even then like if something goes wrong, the whole cookie yeah. crumbles, you know. Yep. <clears throat> oh well, man, I love this book. I love this book. So did book I. So I much. really appreciate the recommendation. Um this was probably yeah, I mean I think this was the best book I've read uh this year for sure. So Real Oh, oh my yeah, god. Man. That oh, makes this, me this so happy. Was, I, I you saw how fast I read it. I think I read it you in four were- days. <laughs> Yeah, less. I'm pretty sure it was less than that. I was like, I was like, come on, come on. <laughs> no, it was a good one. It was a really good one. And 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 like I said earlier, um, I'll probably revisit um, Foundation, Foundation, the Foundation yeah. series, and I'll be interested. Uh, you recommended me another Asimov one that you um, thought, thought I might like. I think it was well, written I by mean, two two authors or something. Uh, the, uh, yes, Nightfall, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah. That one's more like, and that doesn't fit into his like grand scheme because okay. I want to say this for your, the listeners as well, which is that like, you know, Asimov made these three trilogies. You know, there was a robot series, the Foundation series, and then this kind of Galactic Empire series, which was actually his first trilogy, honestly. Okay. Uh, he says that all in that introduction that you need, that juicy <laughs> introduction. Uh, and then later in his life, he connects them all. Uh. And, and, and it could either be really bad or really, I kind of love it. And and it's weird because I don't think when he wrote this book, he knew that. Yeah. You know? yeah. But it's, it's for someone who's read the whole thing and how they all connect. Yeah. It's kind of there, there's one line in specific that I won't tell you because it's a huge thing that t- like that kind of ties the robot series okay. to this. But I'm sure he came back to it. Like, I'm sure I don't know if he knew that, but like. I read this. I'm like, oh my god, this is exactly what. And I won't say what, but so, but you're, you, but you are reading the sequel now. Uh, what is it? The, the... Well, I haven't started it, but I absolutely uh, will. Now, you yeah. know what? A lot of the times, I don't read um, 
books in a series back to back just because i don't want to um i don't think this would happen because these are actually pretty i think these are pretty short novels actually yeah. they're not super long yeah but 260 pages yeah yeah i don't want to um get like sequel fatigue mm, you know what i mean yes. like too much yes. asimov or of the mm-hmm. same universe mm-hmm, in one sitting mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i think the next book since you asked which next book i'm gonna read <laughs> i think the next book i'm gonna read is um the cat who walks through walls have you heard I'll of this one a, i'm gonna look it up right now the cat who it walks is by through. um robert a heinlein and the cover of the book just grabbed me like i can't not read this book wow the cover for our listeners basically is this kind of like space secret agent yeah. looking girl right kind of real sexy girl holding uh, a gun i don't mm-hmm, know if you're looking at the mm-hmm. same one i'm, I'm looking at it okay. i'm looking at it right and then now. there's this strange like man like behind Khan. her man behind her who has white hair but doesn't necessarily look old and he looks he's got like this egyptian Dang. look about him yeah. like weird costume going on dude he's con he's he's like straight out of con from star trek 2 even this like okay, little shoulder right. you, if you look at look up con from star trek 2 he, it's, he's like a straight copy of him <laughs> okay okay anyway in, in the background there's um a window and it looks like a moonscape yes. so maybe they're mm-hmm, on the moon mm-hmm. and then to and top it Earth. all off there's a orange tabby her cat hair. on the girl's <laughs> shoulder. Yeah. But look at her hair. I love how elaborate her hair is. She kind of has this uh, I was going to say Asian kind yeah. of inspired hair. Very elaborate kind of Wow. <laughs> anyway, I have no idea what the book is that about. Is an but awesome. It just kind of grabbed me at the used bookstore and so I bought it. And, I, and I'm um, kind of on a Heinlein kick right now. I read some other good mm. books by him. So I'll have to check it out. Anyway. Alright, oh, Omid, should we wrap it up? I think so too. Is there anything? Uh, that, was there any line I wanted to just quickly? I uh, sign us off. Uh, sign us off with a, oh. with a Asimov line. Oh my god! Well, you you had the best one there. <laughs> Go um, and sin no more. <laughs> that was the best one. That was a pretty good one. I, I, oh, I, I will. I have the perfect one. I okay. have the perfect one. Which just says, and this is why when you read the, the rest of the series, you will love this kind of the character. Because it, it's not just like these high-level concepts. There's also like these awesome characters. And there's this one line that Daniel says, like kind of what you were referring to his, his, in his naivety. Yeah. Uh, he was, um, I wonder if I should read the whole dialogue. Okay, so. Um, no, make it quick. Give us okay, a quick Okay, I'll make one. it quick. Okay. Our Daniel turned his eyes full on his human companion. You are my partner, Elijah. It is well that you know my weaknesses and shortcomings. Ooh. And it's so, it is so, it's so beautiful because uh, like, it just, it he, just sets it up, right? It's like, yeah, like he doesn't really like, you know, because the robot, this can't lie. He won't lie, yeah, you yeah. know, and he's, and, and, and even and if it it's not hits, for his own good, like he's, exactly. he's telling him how he could kill him basically. Right. Yeah. But he, he, that's all he can do. He's a robot. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a good this time. Was fantastic. Um, I, I'm going to thank you one more time for the recommendation. That was an awesome book. Okay, so that was my conversation with Omid Michi. I hope I'm pronouncing that last name correct. It is also his Twitter handle, and uh, you know, it's been a while since I had a guest, so. In the moment, I forgot to uh, sign off correctly with our Twitter handles. But you can uh, get a hold of me, of course, at WetJosh, as you probably already know. But you can get a hold of Omid if he also likes to talk Star Wars. I know that. Uh, You can get a hold of him on Twitter at 
M-I-K-H-C-H-I. I think that's pronounced Michi. Let me know if I'm wrong, Omid.